White Chicks in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Welcome back! Hi. We have a very exciting show for you today. Yes, we do. Today we have a special guest who has come all the way from the outskirts of Shenzhen <laughs>、yeah. to come to see us. So, Chris, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your China story?、Uh, thanks, Nora and Holly.、Uh, my name's Chris. You might remember me from episode nine.、Um, I asked Nora and Holly、uh, about what I should buy my girlfriend's mother. For, as a Chinese New Year present, and、uh, they were very helpful, and I ignored their their advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> the rest of you out there, don't don't listen to him. Follow、uh, our advice. So, what well, did you end up getting her then?、Um, I bought、uh, my girlfriend's mother some、uh, pearl earrings、oh. because that's what she wanted. Oh, well,、okay. yes. So it's not that I it, it, your advice was bad. It's just that <laughs> I was told what she wanted. Oh, Your advice was in fact very helpful, and when I told my girlfriend what she said, what you girls said, they said she said it's great advice, but it's not what she wants.、Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what woman would re- refuse pals? Exactly, yeah, exactly.、True. I think it was a nice.、Game. That's true.、Uh, in terms of my story,、um, I'm a middle school teacher here in、uh, Bawan,、mm-hmm. which is an industrial area for in well in the outskirts, but is becoming a nicer area in some parts.、Mm-hmm. Um, I've been here for nearly two years now. For those with a good ear, I'm Australian, <laughs>、um, uh, and sometimes I fall into the very poor traditions of being far too Australian. <laughs> and as I'm sure we've all fallen into trades of being far too much like our, our home countries.、Yeah. Um, and I've been very happy here and plan on staying here for a while longer. Well, thanks for coming yeah, in today. Yeah, I know. This welcome nice, to the show. Nice. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, so let's、um, let's look at some comments that we've had、um, over the last week. So, for those of you who listened to last week to episode twenty-three,、um, we were talking about things that、um, for, uh, foreigners、um, foreigners do here that they don't do anywhere.、Uh, That they won't do in their hometown, basically. The bad home, habits. Home country, exactly. Here. <laughs> so,、um, one of our listeners, Totoro Peters, who happens to be a girl, by the way, Laura. She 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 left me a message and said, "I'm a girl, like I'm Laura." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Totoro definitely sounds well, male. Well, you know, yeah, exactly. But you know what it is? It's a little cartoon character that's actually a chinchilla. It's like a Japanese cartoon character. If you、oh. see the picture, you'll know exactly what it is. But it it actually means chinchilla. Anyway.、Okay. <laughs> And she was talking about the Crocs, and she said that. Yeah, guilty. In, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, well, in this weather, yeah. Yeah, well, not today, but you know, when you have the rain like we have here sometimes. Exactly. Yeah, that was me that、A、made that comment. Yeah. 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 Well, she also sort of said the same thing as you. Like,、uh, she said, "In El, she's from El Salvador." She said. Uh, crocs are very well received. She said, "There's a croc shop that brought out nice models, not those old, big, and holy ones." <laughs>、um, and of course, I don't know if anyone saw. I posted a,、um, an article about crocs on our Two Eye Chicks in China Facebook page,、um, and basically, it was about how Prince George,、uh, the, the new, well, the Prince of England,、uh, is.、Uh, Is now wearing Crocs and maybe he's gonna like start a cool trend. This he's like two 
all three or what something like that. And, right? <laughs> oh, nice, nice there, nice, nice. There. yeah. Okay, <laughs> so that's that was our comment. Crocs are really expensive here, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. From a proper shop. Unless yeah. you buy them out of the back of somebody's hand. <laughs> oh, I've bought. I've no. I think I paid about forty quai for mine at Aon or Justgo or one of those. Oh, that's not, oh yeah. okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, they're not proper Crocs, but you, if, if you look at them, you go, "Oh yeah, they're Crocs." Then, yeah. yeah. It's from the same factory. Perhaps. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they just say cracks on the side. Yeah, right. No, mine's got Winnie the Pooh, you know, Winnie the Pooh silhouette on the side, just oh. on the little edges. Yeah, but they work. They work. You know, if it's going to rain 150 mil in a day, you know, what else are you going to do? Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Right. So here's your fact. And actually, this is not just a fact about China. Um, I thought it was, but when I read into this, this is actually something that may have become viral like internationally. So first, I'm going to ask you, have you heard of the armpit hair ch uh, competition? Oh, oh, no, but I would imagine right. it's yeah. whoever can grow the longest. Oh, okay. A little bit. Right. right. So this is, uh, so it? this is um, Chinese women basically saying, I, you know, I'm not going to shave my armpits for you. Like, I'm going to do it. And there are lots and lots of pictures on Weibo and other social media uh, platforms, basically with women, like, showing off their uh, hairy armpits. Then, so that, this isn't even, this isn't even my fact. <laughs> Have you heard of the belly button challenge? Oh, no. No. Yeah, I've heard yeah. a bit about it. Right. Yes. Is is this the one about reaching around yourself? Right. To, exactly. Oh, this is disturbing. It is, isn't it? Right. Yeah. So that's like, I mean, that's my point, really. So Wait, basically, <laughs> so basically, there's this. Uh, it started in China. It started um, and it became viral. Basically, like a, a Chinese weight loss trend. So basically, yeah. So the idea is, if you can put your arm behind your back and then put your fingers on your belly button, that means that you are fit. That's or have really right. long arms. Right, exactly. Well, or that's really the point. flexible. Exactly, that's the point. So it's nothing to do with how fit you are. Um, it's to do with, yeah, you've either got really long limbs or you're very flexible. Your shoulders are very flexible. Um, because, of course, there are people who are very fit who tried this and couldn't do it. And then... <laughs> There's, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this picture and put it on the episode page. There's a guy like with a a beer belly and he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and there are people that went like who who did really funny things. Like there's a guy st and he's got he's managed to do it. But you can and then there's like another image from the side and his friend is like reaching around like touching his belly. <laughs> it's a bit disturbing, but it's funny. it's funny. And then this is something I didn't even know from this. Have you heard about the collarbone challenge? This is like the next step. It's just so stupid. It's like, you wouldn't even believe it. So basically, it's a challenge. Again, another fitness challenge. Um, how many coins you can balance on your collarbone? Oh, I can fit like, check this out. Yeah, you can, I can wow. fit like, oh, it's in there, right? I can fit like, uh, I don't know, 20? Maybe. It's gross. Yeah. So there wow. are lots of people, like lots of But no of matter pictures. if I get fatter or thinner, I always You're have it. It's just natural, it, yeah. like, bone construction, I yeah. guess. I mean, we it's know it's got, I don't, it's got nothing to do with fitness. It's not, it's not, but anyway, this is, you've got to balance <laughs> coins in your collarbone. So again, people just like, like, went crazy and there's a picture of a, a foreign guy with a turtle balanced, like a little like turtle <laughs> balanced here. And then uh, a Chinese guy had like a durian or something <laughs> balanced on his shoulder. It that was funny. Hurt. 
Yeah, it was oh. it was funny. So, Wait, so it's about balancing, or is it about no, being concave? It's, it's about the concave yeah. thing. It's about that Dell thing, like you have, like yeah. and putting coins in there. Yeah. So <laughs> how is that fitness? Uh, it's not exactly. Not That's this is how, how illogical it is, <laughs> and how. But it's these things have become weight loss trends because women, and I'm guessing men as well, think that if they can't do it, then they must be fat. <laughs> oh man. Because people are telling them. Oh, you if you if you're fit, then you can do this, which is obviously a lot of rubbish, which we know we know. So first world problems are indeed coming <laughs> to China. <laughs> In such an enormous but way. But I'm just like I don't know, like where is this gonna go? Like who knows? Who, what's gonna be the next thing? I'm gonna keep an eye out to. to Maybe like, we can you know, decide them. Maybe just, we should uh, decide the next yeah, fitness yeah, trend. Just start them let's have a look. Let's have a look. Yeah. Uh, I've decided the next one is how many <laughs> how many books can you balance on the back of your knee. I don't know why, but you know, why should there be any of them? All right, I've well, let's try it. All right. All right. How many books can you balance on the inside on, on so the back of your knee? If you've got pictures, post them on. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. we go. And uh, Chris is going to start off the trend, so yeah. I'm going to put a picture on Instagram Excellent. on the Ren Chinese Instagram. Um, How many yeah. books account? do you think you can do? Two. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. There we go. Two. Let's go from there. <laughs> okay, so. I guess it's time for a question. Right on. So today's question comes from Gerard from the Netherlands. Ooh, nice. So let's hear what he has to ask us. Okay. Okay, hello. This is Gerard from the Netherlands. Uh, my question is, how often do you hear people on the streets or whatever talk about you? <laughs> okay. Uh... Pretty often, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I suppose it depends on where we are. Okay. Well, uh, well so... I mean, you guys live here in a fairly central area of mm. Shenzhen. So, and so I live way out. In the sticks. Way out, yeah, in the sticks of Shenzhen. So there's not a lot of foreigners out where I am. Right. I, do, I can count the number of foreign teachers on two, less than two, on what, two hands mm. and have fingers spare. <laughs> where I am is at my school there's five right. at the surrounding schools there's another three mm-hmm. that's for all for all the schools in a about a 10 to 15 minute radius by e-bike so you're looking at eight foreign teachers of which one is Indian English English Indian and one <laughs> is South African so you, so you're looking. There's not a lot of foreigners out that mm. way. There's surprisingly there's a big Indian population up that way, and there's a lot of um, sub-Saharan Africans doing business up there. Mm. But in terms of foreigners, they're not doing a lot of work up there. So for me, you know, you know I get I get noticed and <laughs> talked about behind my back mm. on a regular basis when I'm walking around on the streets. What about you guys? Oh, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, actually. Yeah. You'd think it would be better. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, if you're in a area like Coco Park, yeah. which is really the foreigner central mm. part of Ch- uh, Shenzhen, then it's not as bad. But, you know, every morning in the elevator here, I'm here every day mm. coming yeah. into work, and it's still usually... If not if not people talking, then it's the staring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> even in like even in my building, like last night I got into the lift and they, I mean these people see me every day. Like mm-hmm. that granted there's only maybe four foreigners in our in my garden, 
but they were still like talking about talking about me and my boyfriend like you know as if we just don't know what's mm. going on we're completely oblivious to it the children are the most amusing children i can deal with all yeah. Yeah. yeah they don't know any better so i'm kind of uh, they just look up at you and just stare <laughs> yeah. that's the best that's the best one you just look at them back and smile yeah and then they hide behind their parents yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you can kind of be yeah. a bit mean to them if yeah you want. <laughs> There's yeah. a shopkeeper where I live nearby um, that I see quite often, and we kind of chit chat back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, he asked me a similar question, like because he noticed that whenever I was in his shop, all of the customers would be looking at me. <laughs> and he said, "You know, pe- Chinese people look at you." I was like, "Yeah, I'm yeah, aware. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware of that." Just if you hadn't noticed. <clears throat> and yeah. he said, he explained to me like this: so Chinese people are almost like. Uh, timid animals in that sense like they're they're looking at you because they're 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 not sure whether or not you're a threat to them so they're kind of like watching you to see to see what they do because he said most Chinese people will assume that you are a threat to them so they're like kind of just like staring and watching you To see, like, if they need to protect themselves or something like. I don't know if that's true, but that's how he explained it. Interesting. To me. Would this come from a historical Maybe, perspective? I guess. Maybe. See how they've been sort of edu- taught or educated from previous leaders, perhaps. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Sounds. I mean, it probably could be. Yeah. Well, the whole Taoist principle is that, you know, they say like, if you hear the dog barking in your neighbor's. Uh, yard you don't need to go over there because there's already a dog in right. your yard you know what it's like so it's like yeah. you keep you keep to these very small like all you need to care about is your own small community and you don't need to look outward and so i think a lot th- historically chinese people have remained in these tight-knit yeah. communities and so they don't have they're not as used to foreigners in general whether it's people from outside of china or from other re- regions of china i think they're suspicious True. of the outsiders I think I could understand this idea that they they want to protect themselves and their families more if the looks that we were given were more like or oh, I'm I'm unsure of you the looks that I've received not always but sometimes they're not oh I'm curious about you they sometimes they're just rude <laughs> you know I I mean we've talked about this before but there's a there is a certain look that foreigners receive sometimes it's it's like a, a, a like a look up and down yeah yeah up and I'm down sure your everyone. whole body and, like and it makes me feel a piece of meat. yeah like a piece yeah like a piece of meat mm-hmm. and it makes me feel like almost like disgusting mm-hmm. um actually this happened in the lift last night and I, when i got out and i was like <laughs> and my boyfriend said like what like what's wrong with you why are you so angry i said because the guy in the lift just did that like look up and down he was like what are you talking about i said haven't you ever experienced that when mm-hmm. a, a Chinese person like does that like look up and down like like you just a thing and he said no but I guess Chinese people aren't interested in me like that <laughs> <laughs> I said it's not about that it's not it's not it's not about attraction or anything like that it's something else yeah, I'm not really sure if I can put my finger out. on it yeah it's it's oh, I don't like it which kind of brings us to today's topic so in a previous episode we we did a whole episode about what it's like, you know, being stared at and, yeah. and how we handle it and some of the reasons why. But today's topic, we like to focus more on etiquette in yeah. China and actually the differences between etiquette in China and etiquette in the West. The West. Mm. Yeah. So. <laughs> 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 
Um, I guess one of the first things that struck me when I came to China was um, the opening of the doors mm. for you, like in in the U.S. At least where I'm from, which again, it's a small town. I say that I think every time, but <laughs> I'm from a small town in the states in Wisconsin. And you're very aware of the other people around you. Yeah. So if you're going into a door, you always look ahead of you and behind you sure. to see if somebody else is coming through the door. Right. And if they are, you hold the door for them, male, female, whatever. Absolutely. It's just yeah. being yeah. polite yeah. to yeah. us. But yeah. in China, so many times I'm like, my hands are full of shopping yeah. bags. The guy sees me yeah. and the door just slams right in my face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if there's like a door to your, we have a, a door, um, to get into the elevator in my building. And there are often people stood on the other side of the door. I've got my bike, I've got my bag. And they can eat, just do that, like step forward, like half a meter, turn the handle and open the door for me. And they just like, don't do anything. <laughs> it's as though like, they're just gonna pretend I'm not there. Like look in the other, other direction. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That one, that confuses me a lot. I mean, I'm much, much like, like yourselves. I'm a, mm. you know, been taught hold the door open for people, that sort of thing. And it it confuses me enormously to see the see, you know, adults not hold the door open. Yeah. In fact the uh, the son of one of my teachers is constantly slamming the office door when he comes in <laughs> and locking it on the the daughter of one of the other teachers at the school, which could I there's some sort of battle going on between the two of them <laughs> at the moment. I'm sure they're going to wind up getting married in the future at some point. You know, it's one of those, like you know, that. grade five, not grade five, five-year-old, six-year-old things, you know, yeah, they'll get wind up married at the end of this year and divorced and divorced by the end of sixth class. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one yeah, of those. But the door opening thing is one that confuses mm. me as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm guessing it's because this society is the complete opposite to your your home, Nora, mm. and and probably ours as well. It's just doggy dog. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. There's just so many people. Like, I mean, if you think logically, I guess if you were to hold the door, how many people would you hold the door yeah, for? Yeah, you'd be standing yeah. there. <laughs> exactly. So it's yeah. I, I guess maybe because I just have being started not like doing it anymore. Because I'm like, why should I bother? If it's I'll push for it old open. people, I always do it, or for right. kids, I always do it. But for other people, I'm not. Not that I would slam the door, but no. you've thought about it. I, yeah, I have thought about it. I have thought about it. Busted. Yeah. I think also there's that like if you do hold the door, there's always like there isn't any gratitude. No one ever says thank you. Very yeah. rarely. So, and and actually like now, if someone says thank you to me, I feel like oh like oh, they know just nice. like it makes me feel nice. Should you feel like really good if someone says thank you? I'm heavy. Here, I think you should. They yeah. don't seem to do it much. Mm. I had, well, on the doors one, they. I've reckoned, I think, about 50% of the time they'll hold a lift for you, though. They might not hold a door, True. but they will hold a lift uh, about oh, half the time. Oh, really? Yeah, half. Yeah, let's about say half. 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 Okay. Half. 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 But <laughs> you've yeah. had it half the time half where they see you coming yeah, and, and, and they just press yes. the door yeah. close button. I'll, yeah. I'll absolutely give you that, but I reckon about 50% of the time you'll get a lift held for you. I think that's just true. personalities, isn't it? It's yeah. not. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Or because they want you to come in so they can look you up and down. That's and true. Riding that's up. True. Oh, they're closing it because they don't want a foreigner in the lift. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that because I don't want another Chinese person in the lift. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably like 30 in there already. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one of the things 
this is this is a negative, but I have others that are a positive. So Maybe we give the negative. As yeah, well. all right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, when we say negatives, we just mean things that we do that we consider polite, which Chinese people don't do. That they, yeah. they don't. That doesn't. Just, yeah. affect, it's not part of their etiquette. Yeah, it's negative for us because we're foreigners. Right. But that's our ideals. So. Yeah. Just want to clarify, yeah. clarify that because Absolutely. Chinese people have their own system of politeness, which we will sure. talk about afterwards. Yeah. But yes. let's get all this other stuff yeah. out. And it's fun kind of <laughs> venting, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to jump in with one now. Oh. Queuing. They oh. don't. And it really annoys me <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. much. And we, I, all over the place, they just don't seem to queue mm -mm. anywhere. No. And people cutting in the queues and yeah. just a maelstrom of people jumping in anywhere and it drives me mad sometimes and I'm going to learn to swear at people soon to tell them to get to the back of the, oh, I've got a, what was it, Sunday afternoon I got someone a beauty, I was at the supermarket, <laughs> I got a supermarket and there was a woman in front of me with no shopping and there was a woman that tried to join her with her shopping. So obviously this woman had gotten the queue to wait for her friend. friend. Yeah, and I was having none of it. I was in a bad <laughs> mood. I had a headache. I'd done a small shop. I was like, nah, I'd put my trolley specifically there to block her friend from coming in. And I know this is petty. But it's like, no, <laughs> you haven't, you don't have a shop. Your friend wasn't in the queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I said, no. So I put my trolley there. And so she had a her friend had a basket, so she tried to come around behind. So I've just <laughs> moved myself. So I just moved myself slightly to the left, so her friend can't then join in. So she's looked at me and said something in Mandarin that I couldn't understand. Mm. And I just smiled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These little victories, man. Uh, it's You're little not the first person to yeah. do that. And then the funny thing was because the line kept getting closer and closer to the register. And she just kept talking to me and I kept smiling at her. <laughs> and in the end, she came out of the queue. So I won. And it was yeah, like, yes! <laughs> but yes, queuing. Yeah, the, it queuing. does it. Yeah. And I think, oh, God. I was going to say, I think some of the worst of them are the little old ladies. Because oh. they'll, like, sneak underneath sneak. your arms. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They'll yeah. be standing and then they'll come up and then you'll feel, at least I'll, I'll be like... Should I really try and, uh, and kick her out? I'm like, she's a tiny little old lady yeah. and I feel bad about it. But she knows exactly what, what she's, she's doing. doing. Oh, yeah. Sure. They're vicious. Mm -hmm. I think almost like if you're queuing or if you're in some kind of like, if you're waiting, that I think it almost appears like you're not really interested. If you're forcing yourself to the front and like trying to push in, like if you're waiting for the metro or you're waiting for an elevator, to them that means yes, you want to get on. If you're kind of holding back, like you're in a line or some kind of line, yeah. to them it's almost like, I can go past you because you're obviously not that bothered about getting on the lift. Mm. I, I feel like that's what it is to me. Like Yeah, I've heard it said that it's like, if you have, the pa if you have been blessed with the patience enough to be able to stand in line mm. and other people have not been blessed with that kind of patience right. then you should just allow them to sounds very zen ahead, right is that some kind of chung you like is there a i've read name? that i mean that was a long time ago i remember reading that before i don't uh maybe i can look it up if i find it i'll put it on cool. the episode notes this is episode 24 we're 24 now yeah wow. i know <laughs> sounds very zen yeah, yeah. It, is, doesn't it? it doesn't make it's me like, feel well, any better about. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I should feel happy that people are cutting in front of me because I was blessed with the patience to handle it. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. So um, one of my kind of issues um, is eating habits. 
Um, I know that's quite a general thing, but actually it's it's noise for me. Or, um, I guess sort of like eating with mouths open and things like that. Um, but actually, I accidentally came across um, a word in Chinese, which means the sound of many people eating. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So oh. it's a, a third tone. It's a tan. Yeah. So this basically, so they have a word for many people eating. So I feel as though it must be some kind of, cult, it's culturally accepted, like just to eat noisily and, you know, no one really minds it. Well, I think I it read just, somewhere, I think I read somewhere that eating noisily um, shows the host that you are enjoying the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've too. heard that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I don't know if that's an excuse. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> well, mm, yeah. But yeah, I've heard, I've heard that too, that, and I've had Chinese friends say to me, like, oh, you're eating so quietly. Like, don't you like I've it? Heard that, I, I've had, not had that said to me, but I've read stories of read stories or heard stories of people saying exactly that same yeah. thing. Why are you eating so quietly? And, like, um, because I would be slapped upside the head by my yeah, mother. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. We've already got to do, like, to be... Uh, like respectful, you've already got to put your bit bones on the table, and those kind of things are already like whoa, difficult for me. Yeah, to that, actually t- that deal took me with. a while. That yeah, took right? me a while because you're like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. You've got to really because if they're in your bowl, then that's like disrespectful. Well, because or... you have to realize I can't too. Spit them. I'm with chopsticks from my mouth onto the onto oh, the table. Oh, I do that too. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the little ones, though, yeah, the, the teeny ones, ones yeah. I spit them on the floor because you don't realize when yeah. they chop up. No, because when they chop up the meat, oh, they man, splinter it. So it. Oh, they do. It's ah, oh, that yeah. So they take a whole chicken and then they just butcher, butcher it. it. Yeah, that's why I refuse sure. to eat fish at, at my school. Just a lot of bones. Yeah, because well, it's always river fish. So the bones are really small. Mm, yeah, I don't know whether right. it's like eating fish back back in the US or back in the UK. Oh, we guys. have it like filleted right. in a square. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and crumbed and deep fried. <laughs> but no, no, but we, you know, if we're going to have fish with bones in it, we know ahead of time so we can fill it and eat it properly. Or we have ocean fish, we'd have huge bones. Right, so, you yeah, just pull it all out. We can pull it all out. Yeah. But no, it's all tiny bones here. And mm-hmm. that's, yeah, it's something that annoys me here. But yeah. in terms of bones, you know, I'm tr- mouth chopsticks sight on yeah, the table, yeah, yeah. but yeah, spitting them out. That's the one I you know. <laughs> if they're tiny, because sometimes you just can't grab it. Yeah, no, yeah. It's that's tough. at that point it's a spit job. Nor is like <laughs> a couple of years ahead of us though. Like in in, in like you you're, you're two years, I'm four years, and Nora is like six, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. she's or she's you advanced see your a little bit. Yeah, so this is what's gonna happen. Oh, sweet, I lost will. a lot of weight at that point. <laughs> I've had a sex change. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> My girlfriend's going to be really pissed off about that. <laughs> but apparently in four years I'll be spitting bones onto the floor. That's My right. mother's going to be really annoyed about that. <laughs> I, I think there could be worse things to happen to you in yeah, four that's years, true. to be honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, Nora, do you have another... I mean, most of the stuff that I'm noting is in Chinese etiquette, I thought. Mm. Uh, but do you guys have any other things that really get your goat yes yeah <laughs> yes so we've talked i think we've talked a little bit about spitting on the floor and stuff mm-hmm. but oh, this yeah. is not spitting exactly this is um blowing your nose into your fingers and then kind of flicking it onto the street <laughs> oh i've Sorry. not seen that <gasps> really are you no. kidding me? No. Maybe people are nicer in Bar on our the Maybe they're nicer the in the schools, but I've not I've not seen that anywhere. Are you kidding? I see it all the time on the streets. Oh. 
Maybe my eyes have, maybe my brain's blocked <laughs> yeah, that memory maybe, out already. Maybe. But that's a really disturbing image. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. Right? Oh, but, man. so, I actually found out why they do this and then, and then like, thought, this, this is actually something that really winds me up. So, apparently, uh, if you blow your nose on a tissue and then return it to your pocket, to Chinese people, this is really vulgar. Okay. So I, I'm guessing that this, this, this blow your nose and flicking on the floor. I think it's called a farmer blow. I is, think we call oh, it a farmer blow. Oh my God. Or something like that. This yeah. must be a way to get around that, like, you don't, tissues. Again, we're talking about tissues. eco-friendly here. Well, Talked about no lack not of diapers, no lack of tissues. <laughs> Are they I don't not, know. I don't, don't they all carry tissues around with them anywhere, everywhere? And there are. We did, didn't you talk about how there are people <laughs> everywhere picking up litter anyway? Yeah, true, yeah. true. Oh, you've been listening. Yeah, yeah I yeah. did listen last year. <laughs> yeah, no, I downloaded all the episodes um, over the weekend. Oh, nice. Actually, Sweet. speaking of litter, um, something I've noticed um, the recycling's done really badly here. They have the recycle bins, mm-hmm. but, you know, out in public, mm-hmm. but. Do you have recycling bins in your apartments or in your gardens? No, no. Pretty bad at home. Just the ice. But they sift through them. Yeah, you see them. Yeah, but people who take out the trash, they sift through all your trash and. Yeah, I know. I've had. I like. I got used to that. My housemate has not. Mm. My house. I, I have. I'm still trying to train him. Ten days before I move. Ten to eleven days before I move out. <laughs> move out. But he has not gotten the drift of the fact that you don't need to. You can just dump everything in the bin and people will sift through it and yeah. they get paid for that. I'm but sure I'm used that to... it's, I mean, it's probably nicer for them if you wrap it separately, but yeah. they're going to sift through regardless. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I try and keep plastic bottles together for, for my IE who comes to do my apartment. Oh, okay. So she, she she'll got, take, she'll those take the bottles. And... Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're right about the recycling thing, but there are those people that will look through everything. Yeah. I think I don't they do recycle them. a lot because I see in a, on a lot of street corners of quieter streets, they'll have a guy who's just got all these electronic Electrical components yeah. and he's just like sorting through. So I think they really do pick through the trash and find anything of value and then try to like resell it. Yeah. So they'll pick through and they have like, you know, there's just like a guy who just sells wires. He just wires, like collects yeah, all the wires. There's a whole network yeah. of like recycling that goes on yeah. in China on necessity, I guess, like you can make you can make money, money from, it, yeah. mm. from anything useful found in the trash. So actually, in terms of recycling, China is doing a better job than I would assume in in the U.S. Because I mean, yeah. yes, we separate our cardboards and our plastics and glass and yeah. blah blah blah, but all the other trash that we don't know what to do with, it all just goes mm. to the dump. Exactly. But actually, like, yeah, you're right. We we we're, we're more like proactive out personally to to recycle that back back home. But actually, if you put some, like we have in the UK, we've got boxes, like, so you've got a blue box for cans and things and bottles. There's a, a bag for your paper and things like that. But if the the recycling people who come to collect your things see something in the box that shouldn't be, they just won't take it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we like, have it's too. actually like, it, it just makes it like more, much more difficult like for people to recycle if people don't take it. Yeah, so here, there. now that you said that, if they just take the rubbish, yeah, they can deal, with it, deal with it, yeah. then it's actually working much better. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like a salvation army. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of times if yeah. I have like old clothes or like, you know, we get 
loads and loads of moon cakes because my husband's oh. also a teacher. So, and we just don't like the moon cakes. I've not worked it. I've not found a good moon cake yet. Um, <laughs> it's just not for our palates. But anyway, uh, so we'll put it aside. I'll put it ne near the trash can, but I'll put it aside. And a lot of times it'll disappear before the trash disappears. So somebody, some magical fairy yeah. is coming around and they're they're making use of that. Yeah. This reminds me, I don't know if you have it back home, but just the magical fairies that take it. Um, <laughs> back home we have, um, we have, um, council rubbish removals. They come around yeah. about once every quarter. So if you've got like, if you want to get rid of furniture or stuff oh, that doesn't yeah. work, you've got it back. Yeah. 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 And so my family calls it, bring out your dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, rag we, and bone. Rag and bone. Rag yeah. bone. We'll bring yeah. out your dead from Monty Python, of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And so one of the jokes from my family is that uh, if you put something out there, it's a game to see how long the good, how long you have to wait until the, somebody drives past with a truck or a, a car, takes it before the council comes and gets it themselves. Mm. And I've just got this image in my head of someone coming by on an e-bike past your garden taking the mooncakes and driving <laughs> off with, you know, in their thing. Yeah. You know, one time, because we had, our landlord had a massive TV, like one of those cathode ray tube, like Oh, massive, old school. Yeah, old Whoa. school, like, you know, oh, as wide as it is. <laughs> the rear projection TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah massive. Yeah. And it, it was broken for about two years, and finally I said, <laughs> okay, we're going to get a new TV because we want to watch some stuff. Anyway, so I... Uh, I dragged it out by myself. I like oh my put God. it on a sheet and I dragged it out to the trash. And I was thinking, are they going to take this or not? Because it was like a 50 pound yeah. or like 60 pound. It was a very heavy yeah. device and awkward. And I thought, oh, I'm really pushing it this time. They're not going to take it. But then sure enough, one day later, it was yeah. just gone. Was gone. <laughs> yeah, I've put some. And I'm on the 24th floor. I mean, how? It's not like they could just lower it down from the window. Unless they pull it. Because I'm guessing that these people come when we're all asleep most mm -hmm, of the time, mm -hmm. or late on a night, early on the morning. So maybe they use like the service elevator. Maybe they'll like bring it from the the area where they leave, you leave the rubbish and they just pull it round maybe. I've seen those trash people a few times too and I've been out late and then I'm coming in yeah. when they're yeah. they're starting work and they're tiny. Yeah, they're they are. really yeah, tiny. They're Actually a lot of those like manual laborers come from other provinces and they're really small. Like yeah. just physically they're really small. So I'm, I was curious to see what happened with this TV. I'm guessing they're brawny though. I mean, they must have some strength if they yeah. do these yeah. things. Yeah. They probably scrapped. They probably took it apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you yeah, you as you said before, you could recycle all sorts of bits and pieces out of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, you probably couldn't do much with the screen itself, but every other piece of that you could do. First. I hope someone could get good use of it. That's why I didn't feel as bad because I would never do that in the States. I would probably mm -hmm. like drop it off somewhere else. Yeah. But it's a lot of trash. I mean, that was a huge cube of trash, yeah. basically. And it's not recyclable yeah. in terms, I mean, the plastics I'm sure are not recyclable. So I felt, yeah, I would have felt kind of bad. So I, in China, I feel better throwing those things away. Yeah. yeah. And for like getting rid of old things that I don't want, because yeah. I know somebody will just come around and take it. Sure. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like all the little toys and gadgets and stuff like that, I'm mm -hmm. sure they're collecting them and then giving them to their kids. Oh, um, my um, when I go and see my uh, Chinese teacher, in her gardens they've actually got a um, one of those clothespins. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've not oh, seen those good. around in much of China. I don't know if they I've have them in your, uh, your In Joe's garden. apartment, they have one of those. It's like a donation box. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't seen one of those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, only, I, I, have them, I see them a lot in Australia, and they, unfortunately people dump 
other things in them, yeah. which, is a, which I find That's to be an so enormous sad. shame. But the, I saw one here and I thought, oh, brilliant, I can get rid of some of the stuff I've brought over and I don't wear anymore. Mm -hmm. So I was like, brought them with me, put them in there, don't even think about it. Because yeah. I, I always wondered what am I going to do with this stuff. Yeah. And uh, I saw that and I was really happy to see it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was like, great, someone else can use these enormous shirts that I don't wear anymore that aren't going to fit on a Chinese person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame that there aren't like, because if I had things like that, I might take them to a charity shop. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't, it's a shame that there aren't those kind of things. I don't, well... Maybe there are, but I just don't know about them. I think uh, even in the States, like the charity shop, the people who buy it, they pay, you know, they pay for it. But this one also, it goes directly to, I mean, those people who are collecting the trash, obviously, obviously they have a very things. low standard sure. of living. Mm. And so it's going directly, like it doesn't mm -hmm. have to go through any kind of organizational system for right. the money to actually get into yeah. the people who need, need it. the hands There's who need direct, it. That's true. So it's yeah. almost better because you know those people, like you can imagine what where they're living and what their lifestyle mm -hmm. is yeah, like. Yeah, there's a direct you, impact. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. we feel good about being wasteful here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in a sense. Yeah. But anyway, let's go back to some of these topics. Do you have any other uh, differences in Chinese etiquette to Western etiquette? Um, kind of. Um, I have something about asking personal questions. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know how often I get asked, "When are you getting married?" Oh yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, do I've you got have that a one. baby? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's the one oh, I get all the time. But now. not just do you have a baby. Well, yeah. you, you said you, you know you've got a husband, so obviously you're getting the when are you having when are you having a baby? Yeah, you've yeah. got your husband's American as well. Um, he's from Bulgaria. Well, okay, so a wet, but essentially Western. Western yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've got a Chinese girlfriend. Oh yeah. Yeah, and we've been together for a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. Those questions started after five months. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so when are you getting engaged? When are you getting married? Uh, when are you having a baby? They've been on and off for the last, you know, year or year and a bit. So do you, are you more hesitant to ask her to marry you until you're, like, ready to have a kid? Like, does that put more pressure on you in the relationship? Like, if you were to ask her to marry, if in your mind you feel like if you ask her to marry you, then that means you have to start a family. Uh, I think the pressure's more on her than mm. on me. Um, my family's very supportive and they've said to me, you know, you make your decisions. Mm -hmm. You know, it's up to you to decide what you want to do. Um, my girlfriend's of a similar age to me. Mm -hmm. So because she's early 30s, um, she, for the listeners, she's essentially left over. Oh, which yeah. is not a horrible mm. thing, but in Chinese culture, yeah. she is essentially a leftover, leftover woman. They have a word for that, which we'll put on that yep. episode. Yeah, uh, is it shengnu or something? Yeah, like shengnu. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So shengnu. I don't. Know. We'll put it on that. Yeah. So after, because she's at that age now, they'll, you know, the pressure's not as big because she has stepbrothers who have children. So there is, there will be some pressure. You know, to have a child, um, if and when we get married, there are other considerations that the two of us can talk about off air that I'm not particularly happy to talk to about to six thousand potential <laughs> listeners yeah, on a regular basis. Um, but um, you know, there is some pressure there sure. uh, in terms of other personal questions. You know, the obvious one uh, for all foreigners: 
how much money do you make? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, more specifically, what is your salary? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. is your salary? They want to know the exact number. Yeah. And um, how much do you pay for where you live? Yeah. I haven't had that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I've had that one a few times. Well, no, because yeah. well, the school in the past, uh, my schools have provided accommodation. Oh, so, okay. um, and how much do you weigh? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that one. I don't think, I don't I think I've had that one. My student, or, or maybe if they asked me, I didn't understand. So. No, my, students have asked, my students have asked me that one before. How old are you? I always get that one too. Yeah. yeah. How old are you? Yeah. But personal question, absolutely. Yeah. yeah there's no shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, apparently the Chinese people ask these personal questions because they want to like gain some common ground with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, which may, it makes sense. Like it's not, they're not trying to be like rude or like, because I guess these we wouldn't ask these questions to people we just met, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they just think, oh, if I know something about them, then this, this creates a better relationship between us, I think. But on the note of personal questions, mm. uh, very personal statements. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, you are so fat. You're so fat, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or your sister is more beautiful than you. Oh, my yes. Yeah. Well, you are so ugly. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, interesting <laughs> yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, and this is not just from kids. Oh, no. This is, adults, no, adults right? parents, yeah. anyone? Yeah, your Chinese isn't very good. <laughs> yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, then, yeah. I'll accept that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I but made it, a quiche once for, I invited a Chinese family over and I made a quiche once and they were like, the crust is just not right. You have to work harder on the crust. What? And I was like, no. When was the last time they ever had a quiche? Can they, well, yeah, as if they would be able to make one. Well, if you say I even knew what a quiche was they before were they right. ever had one. I mean, they were right, but they didn't it's have to say it. <laughs> exactly. But it's interesting that they go, that, you know, you're so ugly, you're so fat. Going back to what we took, the facts, the, you know, the news that we were talking about with the belly button craze and the mm-hmm. collarbone craze mm-hmm. and the back of the knee craze that's going to start it once we publish <laughs> this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this whole statement of fact thing, they think they're being helpful, but maybe it's having a deeper impact than we really realise. Mm. Because we, we wouldn't say this. Yeah, that's true. I think they just like they just don't think it's an issue being being honest with you. I guess they think that we should just like accept that they're just saying something honestly. Like maybe it's our problem that we were in so denial about something. Like, <laughs> but it's always nice because I've also had other things of like, oh, oh, you're thinner than before, and I'm like, okay, thanks, that's nice. Yeah, that's true. I've yeah. had that too. Yeah, it does cut both ways. Very rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So why don't we talk about some of the Chinese etiquette that we don't do in the West? Yep. So um, one of the things that struck me in the beginning was this like intricate dance that goes on on the dinner table. Mm. Is this uh, when you sit down? When you first get? Is this particularly at restaurants? And restaurants, yeah. yeah. From start, yeah. from start to finish, the whole thing is a very subtle and intricate dance. Yeah. It certainly is. Yeah. Starting from the seating, so there is a very strict hierarchical seating yes. when you're sitting at a table in China. Mm. And as I understand it, I didn't do research beforehand, but as I understand it from all the dinners I've gone to, the guest is the the most important guest is yeah. usually facing the door like a lot of times when you go to these fancy restaurants you have a whole room to yourself so there's a big round table in a separate room so the the head guest should be opposite of the entrance door so that when people come in that's the first person that they see Mm -hmm. and then to their left and right those are the second 
most important people. Mm-hmm. And so it goes around it goes around the table like that. So the least important people are the oh, ones with their backs right. to the door. And the host doesn't the host sit next to like the most important guest? I re- I I thought that. It, that might be a thing. I've seen it both. I mean, I've seen it both ways. Sure. I'm sure that they they do. Um, there's variation, and it's not always so strict. Yeah. But in general, they always seat the guest in that mm. in that position, which is also um, when you're in a room and you're in that in that corner position. That means everybody has to get stuff for you. Like you can't be the one to like grab the waiter or right. you know get water if there's like a small cart nearby. Yes. You are completely helpless, basically. Mm. To, to anything that you need at the table. So other people have to serve you. Yeah. I know that the guest is not allowed to party. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. There always has to be someone else who pours the tea for the guest. And the people who pour the tea, it can be anybody really, but typically yeah. it's the females. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, both do it, but a lot of times the female will step up to do it. And then she would never pour her own tea before pouring everybody mm-hmm. else's tea. Yeah. Yeah. Never. That's never, ever, ever, ever. That's like so important. Okay. So for for us in the West, we at least I've probably poured myself because I'm out of tea. Oh, I want mm-hmm. tea, so I pour myself, and, and then, then I'm like, pop, oh, I should probably yeah, like offer it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that is very, very rude in mm-hmm. Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the way of thanking people when you have received tea mm-hmm. as well, um, which is with the right hand, you put your second knuckles Uh and just tap the table twice with your thumb out. Oh, with your thumb out. I've heard thumb out or thumb in. I can't remember. Is that because it looks like a person? Yes. Now, if I got taught Uh this by a fellow uh, teacher um, from Little Rock in Arkansas, uh, he told me that uh, this came about when an emperor was uh, spending time Many, you know, hundreds of hundreds or thousands of years ago, with uh, was posing as a soldier among generals, and one general knew that the emperor was there, and the emperor was pouring tea for all the other soldiers, oh. and the general wanted to acknowledge that the emperor had poured tea without telling everyone that the emperor, telling everyone that it was the emperor. Oh. So by doing that, he was showing that he was kneeling to the emperor. So your hand represents a little person. Oh, yeah, yeah, kneeling. Yeah, and the knuckles are like the knees. Kneeling, kneeling, yeah. yes. That, I, I, I've read about that, the, the knuckle thing, but I, I mean, I've never seen any, well, maybe I've just never noticed people do it when I've like, eaten a meal with them. It seems like a novelty. I feel like when they do it, then they always want to explain to I think me it's what more, that is. I think it might, might be more of a tea ceremony thing than mm. a tea thing or a meeting thing than, yeah. a, than a restaurant thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they would typically never say thank you for mm. pouring tea. Actually, yeah. thank you. This is another topic, Chris, you mentioned before that they don't tend to use thank you or please oh yeah please thank you you're welcome these kind of words where in our in english you know we thrive on please and thank you i mean holly and i are close friends and i still i say thank you to you how many times a day she said you know we we always treat each other that way but here in china and actually in uh, other parts of asia that please and thank you it puts distance between Mm. people yeah yeah. It makes so for them they feel like it makes things more formal right. and it's unnecessary to yeah. say that. With friends you don't need to say thank you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard that. Um, heard it said that uh, some uh, Chinese people believe that English is excessively polite. Uh, because yeah. please, thank you. You're welcome. Well, English Maybe. culture in general is like the epitome of that. Like, mm. po- I don't know the the traditional English culture is so like extravagant and like dainty and polite. I feel mm. like. My American mind. (laughs) And now we have Game of Thrones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. So I think sometimes when I say thank you to people, or a lot of times they won't say anything back. Yeah. I think they feel really awkward when I say. I think so. I've now that you've said that, and I think back about the times I've said it, I'd agree with you on that. Yeah, I don't think it's that they aren't appreciative or that they're not being polite. It's just not part of their culture, and it's weird. It's like one of our colleagues here, he told me once that his parents never tell him that he's never heard his mom say, I love you to him, or his dad say, I love you to him, because it's just not necessary for them to say, because of course... Mm. They're so close, you, you know. Why should you need to say yeah, it? Yeah, so yes. like saying it, it's like why are you why are you even saying that? I already know. It's a but that I've heard that it's a separate issue. It's that they don't do they don't express love through um, through you know, verbal communications as by action instead. Mm. So it's maybe it's just a different way of expressing love, you know, familial love. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, because I know Alan like loves his mom. I know they love each other. Because I had he asked me last time I went to the states to bring him back a oh, Michael Kors bag, yeah. bag for her, which is like how sweet That's is really that? Nice. The yeah. fact that he had the foresight to like ask you. Like, I know he had to ask me like basically two months in advance, and he picked the one out that he Aww. like he spent a long time picking it out. Obviously, he paid for it and everything, and and he arranged. Like how sweet is that? That's like. Funny. So I think they have a really nice family dynamic in his family, but they just, they never say to each other mm-hmm. those words, I love you. It's yeah. just, it seems alien to them. Actually, in general, Chinese people don't express emotions so um, mm. as much as obviously, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, one, I, I'm guessing there are more than one, but things that we also out the same kind of etiquette is respect to elders mm. yeah in chinese culture it's like so important isn't it and mm. pregnant women right elders and pregnant women yeah i agree with that yeah as soon as like a pregnant woman gets on a bus walk, somebody like, gives them someone, yeah. definitely without a doubt even or before. carrying a baby yeah young mothers young yeah. mothers yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I've seen it more readily that they would give up their seat for a pregnant woman or a woman with a baby than an older person. Yeah. But this, I mean, in our home countries, you know, we all see the signs on public transport. You know, pregnant, pregnant people, you know, pregnant woman, yeah, or elderly person, yeah. uh, person with a baby, yeah. And the fourth one is normally disabled yeah. person. We mm. should, you know, give up the seat on the bus or the train. But you don't see a lot of disabled people here. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Where are all the disabled people? Yeah. That's another we topic. That's, that's a that whole question. other topic. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, that's a probably a two, that's a, that's, it could be a podcast, you know, for, that could go for days mm-hmm. if we really oh, wanted right. to. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's just an observation of mine. Mm-hmm. 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 I also wanted to mention with the eating thing, going back to the table, is that they also give each other food. Like they always, you know, usually you have oh, this into big, the bowls? yeah, you yeah, have like this yeah, big yeah, round yeah. communal table. Actually, I really like those Chinese tables, and they have like this massive lazy susan. The lazy susan I thing. love lazy susan. Yeah. It's a great idea. It's, yeah. it's brilliant. So you spin. Actually, that's part of the etiquette as well. Is you don't want to spin it 
spin it to pull the food towards you. Right. You want to spin it to push the food towards, towards other people. Else. So you want to be like, oh, I want that. And then you start spinning the table. You should spin it because you notice that one person hasn't. Needs something. Yeah. And that's also very, like Chinese people are very, very strict about this etiquette. Mm. And also you, you only spin it in one direction and quite slowly. Really? Yeah. Do you know which direction? I believe it is counterclockwise. Right. Counterclockwise. Good. Yeah. So next time I'm running out of food and I see something I want, I need to make sure that someone else is also running out of food. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> or make sure what you want, if the person's on the other side, is, is exactly know, the opposite of what I want. Exactly. Okay, excellent. But a lot of times they'll have like a, it's called gong kuai, and gong kuai is a communal chopsticks. Oh, yeah. Yes. And in communal chopsticks, you're, a lot of times your friends will use those to pick out really tasty pieces of meat or whatever, and then they'll put it in your plate. Yes, yes. And if there are no communal chopsticks, use the back of your own. Oh, really? The opposite end. That's what I've I've seen that really? on at I've least a couple of occasions. That. So what? Turn the chopsticks around, around, and yeah. use the thick end. Yeah. Hmm. Because obviously you don't eat with yeah, those. They, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So they're going to be clean, even though you haven't washed them. Which is a separate discussion about uh, the yeah. dance, <laughs> the dance at the restaurant, because obviously in the West we're used to having everything clean, clean. Yeah. but. Uh, what you'll often find here in Shenzhen, and I'm sure in many other cities around China, mm. is that they don't actually have um, washing areas in the restaurants for the dishes. Oh. They will send them off to other places to get them washed. So mm. if you walk around and see restaurants, oh, they will have their big plastic outside. crates yes, yes, of dirty dishes in the morning. Yeah. And then when you walk past them in the afternoon, there will be crates and crates of plates, plates, bowls, cups, spoons, chopsticks, wrapped in plastic. Yeah, so yeah. like yeah. sterilized. Sterilized, yeah, and ready yes. To go. Yeah. So what then happens is that they're put on the table and then there is a, the, the uh, smaller dance and a very loud dance <laughs> <laughs> of washing your cutlery that has been sterilized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, normally done with tea, mm -hmm. yes. tea or hot water of some sort, and you wash the chopsticks, the cup, the bowl um, and the spoon, and maybe the plate, depending on your style, personal style, and you pour that into a plastic bowl in the middle of the table. Mm -hmm. Everybody does that. And there's a beautiful cartoon that I think was in Shenzhen Daily or one of them, um, and it's with all the characters written in it. And it's just beautiful. It was beautifully done with all the the lines to show, all this noise is happening, oh. <laughs> and it gets quiet again. Uh, but it really does happen. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I'd never seen this before I came to China. I've yeah. never seen it in a Chinese restaurant back home yeah. or in any other countries I've been to. Only happens here. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so and that's a separate sort of dance that happens here in every, you know, every restaurant. So yeah. I, I thought that was really interesting when I first got here. I was like, yeah, what, is, sure. what are you yeah, doing? Is yeah. <laughs> I think I, I've always just followed other Chinese people that I've eaten with, but I'm not sure if there's, like, a correct way to do that, like the washing I don't think thing. so either. I don't think there is a correct way. Usually you just pour you pour it into the cup first, first right? Yes. So you pour the tea into your cup. Yeah. Then you turn your cup sideways into the bowl. Into the bowl, yeah. And then you use your chopsticks to kind of like spin just the cup around, around to get all the way around. Right. And then you scoop some of – then you use your spoon. So you pull your cup out. Yeah. Then you use your spoon to wash, wash the, chopsticks. the chopsticks. Yeah. 
And then typically they don't wash the plate. Actually, sometimes the plate, I do. Yeah. yeah, like we Westerners, we use a plate to eat off of, but Chinese people don't usually use the plate to eat off of. I haven't of. worked out what the purpose of the plate is. I think, I think it's for bones. Yeah, I think it's for bones. Okay, too. that would make sense. Which is like half used, you know. Yeah, so some what's of the, the bones point of washing there. it? Yeah, people don't, I don't think Chinese people wash the plates usually. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, oh, you mean, oh yeah, you mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Do, yeah, I yeah. see with the tea, yeah. 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 I was thinking like, whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, depends what restaurants you go to. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's another topic as well. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. How about gifts? gifts. Oh, that's a like, good oh, one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I guess some people are very good about, like, gifting in China is a very, very important element of culture. As we talked about in episode nine. That's right. That's right. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. But there are, as you know, there are rules. You can't open them in front of the pe that's person it. that's given. That's right. I didn't know that until very recently. Like, how have I managed to go four years and no one's ever told me that? I would ask the same question. Yeah, see, yeah. I didn't know. Well, I got around that by not receiving any gifts from, from people for a while. <laughs> but no, I um, no, that is, that's not quite true. My students gave me gifts for my birthday and Christmas no, <laughs> a couple of years running. Nice. So, um, so I managed to get around. I learned that one quickly. But mm. I, I think that's an interesting one. Mm -hmm, yeah. I don't, I don't have an opinion either way. I just think it's interesting that I love the idea of the of a new spin on it's the thought that counts. Mm. I, so, yeah. and it also avoids the, oh, you shouldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely shouldn't. yeah I like the idea of not having to open it and pretend yeah. that I like it if it's That's something. True. Yeah, exactly. You can ask though, can't you? I understand that you. if you ask, oh, can I open it? Like then that's like okay. Okay. Because I think sometimes they like to see you open it. I've done the yeah. same thing. Like, should I should I open it? And then they always yeah. say like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes they'll be excited to see it, but. But yeah, if you if someone gives you a gift and you just start tearing into it, it's not exactly polite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is too is Chinese people are very frugal. Like t generally speaking, mm. the average Chinese person is quite frugal. They'll be very careful. You know, if this shop sells ice cream for two quiet and that shop sells ice cream for two point five, <laughs> they will always go to the one for right. you know. They're very careful about those kind of things. But when it comes mm. with a gift, they give these extravagant gifts. And usually elaborately wrapped gifts as well in red packaging. Of course. Yeah, with the yeah. gold tassels or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they'll scrimp and save for some things and then they'll just splurge on other things. Usually anything that is like outward, you know, you know very expensive dinners, yes. very expensive teas, this kind of stuff. It's just like just throwing cash yeah. around like it's nothing. But for themselves personally, a lot of times they're, they're very, very careful yeah. about the things that they buy and consume. Mm. Do you think that's the reason for that is because they actually like they want to offer something nice to that person or do you think it's about like face? I don't want to be skeptical about it. It's just I think it's a bit mind. I think it could be I think it's a bit of face. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe it's both. It's Maybe like it could be both. Yeah, it could be a bit of both. Of course, like uh ganbei is another like traditional like oh, drinking culture. Yeah, drinking culture. Yeah, that's a uh, that's that uh, that caught me a bit by surprise when I first first got here. Yeah. Because when I first got here, I didn't. I'd given up drinking. Yeah. And we. I. I'll talk about that off air for my own reasons. And mm. since I got here, I've had to take it back up again. Because, <laughs> as if, as you may both know, it's kind of hard to socialise without drinking alcohol. It's doable, but it's really tough. Mm. Yeah. I guess if you're a man, it might be more difficult. Yeah, I think if yeah. you're a man, it's worse. Yeah. yeah. So, 
first week of my new school, yeah. I get invited out to uh, to a beautiful dinner with my headmaster, mm. the head of the international department, and every every teacher of one of my student, my brand new students, mm. who is the head of uh, whose father is the head of a branch of one of the banks. Mm. Okay, and so I get driven. Uh, to this bank branch and then so we go above it to this beautiful apartment. He's got uh, two sons and two daughters. So, yeah, a lot of money, a lot of money. And so we sit down and we all get given and I see one of the things I notice is there is a two-litre bottle of VSOP. um, Cognac? Yeah, Mm. two-litre bottle. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know they made the two No, me neither. Uh, it's the same bottle size as a Coke bottle. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, they make bigger ones, I happen to know. <laughs> wow. You can get four and a half litre bottles of Johnny oh. Walker. Of How do Johnny you even Walker pour that? Like, you I need two know. hands. I uh, know they have special um, cradles for them. Oh, wow. I used to work in hospitality, and so you'd learn stuff. But anyway, so we've sat down and every single one, they've put a snifter of this in front of every single one of us. So I thought, oh, okay, so I know, I'll just put it to my lips and put it back down. Mm. Okay, fine, got away with that one. Within 20 minutes, the principal has looked me in the eye and said, Chris, gambe. And I was like, ah, oh, no. So did you understand what gambe was? I knew what, well, because he'd already gone to a couple of other teachers okay. and I'd seen it and I was thinking to myself, I hope I, get, I, hope I can get it. No, I'm going to have to drink this. this would, that was my first drink in a year and a half. Wow. So I'd have to, I had to knock back this whole shot of cognac in one go, so it's bang. <laughs> oh, that's fiery. So fortunately I very quickly uh, filled that up with water yeah, yeah. <laughs> and kept that topped up with water for the rest of the night to avoid it. He, my principal, who will, who probably isn't listening to this anyway, but I don't <laughs> and if he is, hello. <laughs> um, and the father proceeded to finish that bottle with the other teachers, but they drank probably three quarters so to. How many were there of you? All there was together? about twelve of us at the table. Okay, but that's a, that's still, I mean, still yeah. respectable. <laughs> Considering it wasn't, it was probably about a half shot for each teacher. Yeah, but the principal and the father knocked that they bottle back by themselves. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, well gumbe. Yeah, <laughs> so gumbe. <laughs> I certainly know that, and the drinking culture here is. I mean, drinking culture is kind of big. Like, it's nothing yeah. like we've seen in our home countries. Like, in terms of getting business done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's more, much more tied. Ways, yeah, yeah it's, business. yeah. And it does seem to be, it's not just a Chinese thing. Like, it's big in Japan, it's big in South oh, Korea right. as well, from what I've read and understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that's, it's interesting to see that, you know, the, you know, how, and from drinking, KTV is so important for that as well. <laughs> yeah. KTV is karaoke. For yeah. 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 And oh, by the way, gambe is a linguistical oh, yes. note. So gambe literally means dry glass. Yeah. So it doesn't mean cheers. A lot of people will translate it as cheers. This kind of is in a way you make a toast. You say gambe. But if somebody says gambe to you, then you need to drink to the last drop until yeah. your glass is dry. Or you can do banbe. Banbe is half. I've never heard anyone. I've never heard anyone. I've never heard that either. But apparently it exists. Okay. In Mm -hmm. mystical areas of China that nobody, that no foreigner goes to. So if you're not big on drinking, make sure you get that in before anyone else does. Mm -hmm. So 
people, you know, skull is probably the skull is the word. Danish that, that, well, that's what we'd say in Australia oh. to, fin- to finish your glass. Really, that's a skull? Danish word. Yeah, we use it. What would you say to finish your glass, back If you bottoms up, bottoms up. Just, yeah, probably the same. Bottoms yeah. Up, yeah, yeah. Skull is what we you know is what we'd say in Australia probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's I mean, bottoms up would also work. There, there, it, we borrowed words from all sorts of cultures. Mm. <laughs> Well, because for us too, we wouldn't always, you know, they drink shots out of a snifter glass. We well, that's how you drink that. cognac. Yeah, but they they drink it as a shot. Yeah, like, you shouldn't. If, yeah. if you're using a snifter, you should be slow sipping. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it should yeah. warm to your hand yeah. and everything. That's the whole point of drinking out of the snifter. Yeah, exactly. But for us, it's like you have a shot glass. And of course, if yeah. you have a shot glass, you drink it all in one right. go. Absolutely. And then yeah. you have your separate yeah. drink glass, which you drink at your leisure. Absolutely. No, but I here, agree it's you. like if you have your, you just have one drink. And if mm. somebody tells you bottoms up, you got to bottoms yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> it might yeah. be a whole glass of wine, but you have to drink yeah. it all. And, and the problem is, uh, is I think there can be anything. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I've yeah. been to like dinners where they're, they're gambling like red wine and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's obscene. Like, why would you do that? It's such a waste as well. Yeah, because it's never it, it's rarely the good it. stuff. Well, yeah. oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, at least it's not the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just if throw it back. <laughs> well, unless they've got the taste uh, after a few. Yeah, well, you can't really taste anything after a few. Well, if they're, unless they've got the good um, by Joe out, which apparently does exist. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Mm. I'm told. I've tried these. Supposedly good. I've had one where it had like a golden statue, real gold statue in the bottle. And they said, oh, it's, you know, this bottle costs like 12,000 renminbi or something. Oh, is this that multi or one or whatever it is? I don't know what type it was, but I remember that little figure in the middle, this solid gold man in the middle. And it was the same taste like gasoline, like all the other ones. It's a bit harsh on gasoline, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, uh, actually, I read an article about how Baijiu might actually be becoming popular in the in the US. Oh, no, because there's more Chinese people there. Probably. Not I, because yeah, but the, Americans want to drink Baijiu, I guarantee you. Probably. They, well, actually, they did a test. They had, like, they they got maybe 10 um, US citizens to, like, try Baijiu. And they were all, try, like, given their opinions. Most of them were just, like... What is this stuff? Why, why would you make me drink it? Like, <laughs> well, BuzzFeed do those taste good. tests. You know how BuzzFeed, right. yeah. They did Baijiu in one of those um, Americans taste international liqueurs. Mm, it did, might have been something like that yeah, along those lines. Yeah, was in one of those. Oh, man. Yeah, they were not fans of it. <laughs> no, it's not surprising. No. But anyway, to, to wrap it up, the Chinese <laughs> culture actually has a lot of elements in terms of etiquette that... Yes. That Western culture doesn't. So we've actually, you know, we kind of complain a little bit about how Chinese people appear to be rude to us. But I'm sure that we appear we, yeah. to be rude oh, God, to yeah. them. Probably. Yeah. So it's equal standing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and I think to be fair, we've probably just brushed the surface mm-hmm. of in terms oh, yeah. of comparing and contrasting etiquette. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. I, I'm sure that the, your listeners have all sorts of examples that they've discovered through their own travels. If any of you have personal stories yeah. of interactions between, or, you know, if, if you've been to China, please put them on writtenchinese.com slash episode 24. Yeah, that's right. Or on our Facebook page, anywhere that you can find us. Yeah. Um, we'll, be, we'll, we'll find, find you. We'll find you. <laughs> we'll find you, yeah. Or if you've, if you've got a question for us, that's any like if something we've said is kind of like sparked a, an idea or a question, you can go to writtenchinese.com slash voicemail and leave us... Uh, a message there or you can just you can send us an email or leave us a message on facebook or 
on one of our episode pages on Written Chinese. Mm -hmm. Anywhere, really. Actually, we've had a lot of, um, not a lot, <laughs> but some uh, comments on Facebook asking where you can leave a, as a question. Literally anywhere, we don't mind. Mm -hmm. We'll find Facebook you. Facebook page, writtenchinese.com, yeah. anywhere yeah, on there, yeah, we'll yeah, be yeah. there. Yes, indeed. So, uh, Nara, can you give us a Chinese, uh, Chinese word of the day? Sure. So our Chinese word of the day is polite. Oh, so polite nice. in Chinese is li mao. So li mao. So if you want to say to somebody that they're not being polite, then oh. you can say ni bu li mao. Oh, that's, a, that's handy. Yeah. I can definitely use that with some of my students. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably disagree with you though if they're that rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> So thanks, Chris, for being on the yeah, show today. thank you. It's, it's been, been a pleasure. Great. It's been fun. <laughs> if our listeners want to find you, do you have a handle or you have a blog going? That uh, yeah, I've got, yeah. Um, you can find me at christeachersoverseas.tumblr.com. Right. Uh, you can find me on um, on Twitter at chrisedwards underscore au. Um, and I'm on Facebook, Instagram, WeChat, QQ. Uh, wow. Wow. You're yeah, I, I'm everywhere. I've got, you know, I've, my social media footprint is substantial. So um, just start there and you can follow me from there. And if you want more information, I'm sure that uh, I can help you along the way. And uh, hopefully I can come back and spend some more time with you girls. Yeah. Love yeah. to have you back. Excellent. Yeah. So I'll put, actually, I'll put some of those links on our uh, episode 24 page, as well as any, any links or anything that we've mentioned in the podcast all right so thanks to writtenchinese.com for sponsoring us once again yeah as always oh and you can find the links to our chinese word brought to us by the written chinese dictionary mm -hmm. uh, you can find those on our episode 24 page Ooh, which by the way i've been hard at work on a new update for wcc dictionary ios mm -hmm. and android and i'm very excited <laughs> it's coming up at the end of the month so if you haven't downloaded the dictionary app it's free you can learn a little bit of chinese a little bit of chinese culture too and it's going to get a brand new interface i'm super excited about it well. so get on there <laughs> <laughs> i'll put the link i'll put the link to the dictionary on our page all right everybody have a great week See you later. Bye-bye.